Hi everyone and welcome to My Unfiltered Twenties. A podcast about the ups and downs, highs and lows and realities of life in your twenties. By me, Abby Parker. And me, Lucy Martin. With special guests every week. We've got a very exciting announcement before we get started with the show. Not only can you listen to us on SoundCloud and YouTube, but we're now officially on Spotify and Google Podcasts. Um, Thanks to everyone so far that's been following and listening. We really hope you're enjoying and we'll leave all the links in descriptions and things like that. This week we're joined by Alex Ellis, our flatmate, best friend and also objectively the coolest person that you'll ever meet. So Alex, would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners? Tell us who you are, what you study and how you met us. Hi everyone, I'm Alex and um, I am almost 21. Uh, I do history with Lucy and we're all flatmates. Mm-hmm. And how did how did we meet? Oh, I, I'll I tell Lucy. you. I'll tell you how we met. <laughs> we were in. <laughs> sorry, I'm like I'll tell. Let me tell you. <laughs> we were in um, the first like introductory talk in our freshers week for history, and I turned around and there was like three girls behind me, um, and I was like, oh hi, like I'm Lucy, and Alex was one of them, and then we went for a coffee, and then she came around to my flat, and then she's been like part of the fam ever since, really. And do you know how I met Abby? That salsa night. The salsa night. We were partners. That was quite possibly one of the most embarrassing experiences (laughs) in my life. We we fled. I think, did Lucy and Izzy stay? Yeah, we and Izzy stayed. Because we basically, we went to this, like, society salsa, fresher, like, taster session. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, so uncomfortable. Because they basically just made you dance with, like, complete strangers. And it was, like, up close and personal, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but because I'm tall, I couldn't even get a male partner. I was just busy. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. But it was just, it was good, wasn't it? Because, like, the dancing part was interesting. And we've been saying we'll go back ever since, but I just can't deal with the awkwardness. Well, they were like, I thought we were going to turn up and it would be, like, people in trackies. And then they were, like, in heels. And I, I was like, oh, no, like, we're in over our head here. Like, yeah. But, yeah. That was, because this is the thing. I remember... I was, like, nervous about meeting a new person because, like, I basically had only met the flat and then I knew people and stuff. And then, so I was, like, nervous. And then I met Alex and I was, like, oh, cool, like, we're we're very similar. Yeah. Then we we invite her around for a night out and she turns up full glam. I was, like, is this the same person? (laughs) I was, like, I suddenly feel very intimidated. (laughs) No, no, one thing everyone needs to know about me is I literally transform mm. <laughs> for the first year of camp of university people didn't recognize me on campus no that was like, so funny like i remember that we went to this like history night in commentary and people came up and like reintroduced themselves to alex because they didn't <gasps> they'd already met her because they no. didn't know that it was her yeah. that Keep makes that. me think i must look pretty rough in my day-to-day <laughs> life catfish <laughs> genuinely well uh. also i thought do you remember I told like you and Iz that Alex was Spanish? Like, I was like, I swear she's Spanish. I think she's Spanish. Oh, no. So like we were like, oh my god, she's gonna be really good at the salsa thing. Oh, I see. I feel mm-hmm. like everyone is confused. I feel like everyone thought I was Spanish, especially because I had gone on holiday that year and I had a tan. Mm. Uh, I think that's the thing, you know. Because mm. now I'm just white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I think like you speak Spanish. So like, yeah, they're exactly. Kind of, they're onto something. Mm-hmm. I do speak Spanish. I mean, not very well. I'm not onto Ramon's level. Well, no, but he's but he is Spanish. He Spanish. Is, he is Spanish. Maybe we'll get Ramon on one week. Could you imagine? I don't. He said <laughs> he said his his twenties are filtered. <laughs> <laughs> For context, Ramon is another one of our flatmates from first and second year who's on a yeah. year abroad in Madrid. Hello, Ramon, mm-hmm. if you're listening. But I very much doubt it. <laughs> if we get a message of him, to be fair, we should have hidden this like. In like minute thirty, and then he wouldn't have found it yeah, because it's like two minutes in. He's gonna be like, guys, I listen. I listen to the whole thing. <laughs> but now also he's now heard this. So it's it's deep. It's deep. <laughs> so guys, how was how have your week's been? So my week's been a little hectic just because it's the first week back at uni. So I'm trying to get used to you know, online online learning. For example, this morning I woke up bright and early for my 9am <laughs> lecture thinking, wow, 
you know, I'm going to be one of the only people on this call. Like, mm-hmm. this is, he's going to favour me the whole year. Mm-hmm. And then it was a pre-recorded lecture. So oh, no. Just listen to it any time. Oh, <laughs> so no. So I was up at 9am for what reason? No reason. Um, I did I did the work anyway at, at 9am. I'm proud of you. Because I was like, I'm not doing... I didn't wake up for nothing. Because once I wake up, I can't go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. I'm like that. Yeah. So yeah but it was that's like what what do they call it asynchronous or whatever i didn't even know what that meant i hate all that stuff yeah i think it mean it doesn't it mean like you just don't have to do it in the time like a certain time like you can just do it whenever you want but it's like some it's not many people's cup of tea is it because you have to motivate yourself to do it like actually do it rather than be forced to do it so two of my two out of my three modules technically i'm taking four but one's just a just a project so, well, this term, I'm taking all the four modules. But so then the other three, two are asynchronous and one is just online. Um, so then I think to keep us in check, we have seminars every week because normally psychology, we only had a seminar every other week. Seminars every week to make sure we're doing it. And then the one that's just online, we don't have seminars, but like obviously it's a live lecture, so you have to join the call or whatever. But yeah. Ours is quite different, really, like, because we don't have any lectures this year. We just have, like, two-hour seminars, but we have one week online, one week in person, one week online, so I don't know how it's going to go. What do you feel about that, Alex? I feel like it's going to be confusing. I don't know about you, but I already don't know which week is on, which week is off. And Mm -hmm. two hours is a long time. (laughs) You are literally forced to do all of the readings. You can't get away with it. Yeah. Because you're there for two hours. I had a two-hour seminar last year and it was so intense. Like, I literally had a headache after the end of every one because you literally... Like, with a lecture, like, you can have, like, a little five-minute break and stuff, but in, like, a seminar, you have to be literally switched on the whole time. Exactly. And there's, like, nowhere to hide. If no no one else is talking, it's, like, they will ask you. Yeah, I hate that. I hate that so much. See, that's the only good thing about the online seminars is that if I don't... If I haven't read... Oh, I haven't read this one. So I'll just turn my camera off. Yeah, yeah And then I'm basically not present. <laughs> Wi-Fi problems. <laughs> exactly. I'll be like, exactly. oh, sorry, I, I cut off. I cut off that bit. <laughs> exactly. What, um, what have you guys been reading, listening to, watching, enjoying this week? Eating? Hmm, let me think. I've actually started watching Emily in Paris. I don't know if you've been watching it, guys. Yeah. I haven't yet. I have. Too. What are your thoughts? Because... The cheesy half of me loves it, but the actual, you know, part of my brain that works and functions mm. is like, this is absolutely rubbish, but in the best way. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's like, it's like that film we saw last week, like, for a trashy film, it was great. For a trashy series, Emily in Paris is great. Great. I think. Like, I actually, I've just finished it and I actually, like, really enjoyed it. I thought it was, like, a really nice, chill watch, like, not too heavy and I literally love Lily Collins so much. Like, Me too. I she's have my watched. Favorite. She is my favorite. I have watched Same. everything she's been in. Um, so I was like looking forward to it before it even came out. But it's not like I've heard. Apparently, like Parisians have complained about the way that Paris yeah. is represented. That's what I was gonna say. I feel like because obviously it's like an American production. I feel like yeah. number one, it's very stereotyped. But number two, they really. Mm. They really make out that French people are rude. Yeah, that's so true. The, they yeah. literally, like, especially her boss and a lot of the people at the place she works in, they make them out to be really, like, promiscuous commi- prom- <laughs> <laughs> promiscuous and rude and as if, like, it's a completely foreign culture and she doesn't understand it at all, which is a bit like, right. I don't know. It is, like you that's say, it's like bit. an American... Yeah, yeah, she hasn't been dropped in the middle of the Sahara. Like, <laughs> yeah, <it's> okay. like, <laughs> she's, it, it just annoys me because it's like, at the beginning, she doesn't even know how to say bonjour to the I woman know. who's selling her I a croissant. Like, I'm like, come on, hun. The audacity of going to another country and not even being able to, like, get by is, the like, audacity. so rude. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but I feel like I will mm-hmm. because, again, because it's just Lily Collins, like, yeah. I'd, I'd watch I'd watch her watch paint dry. Yeah, honestly. And it's such a nice, easy watch, like, especially after a long day of, like, working or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just mindless kind of watching mm-hmm. which i like yeah it's nice to see like because we haven't been able to travel anywhere in ages as well and i know that paris is anything like that but it's nice to like see somewhere like different and all cute like it. yeah yeah 
Well, it's like I always had this vision of Florence in Italy in my mm. head, right? Because I'd seen things, read things. Like in, in school, we did A Room with a View. So then I watched the film and stuff, which I know is one of Lucy's favourites, but because I did it in school, <laughs> it like haunts me. Yeah. So I had this picture in my head of Florence, yeah. like, oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be so, like, like I'm just going to feel like I'm not on earth kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I had really high expectations. And then we went and there was, like, graffiti everywhere yeah. and bins on the road. And, like, I thought the restaurants were going to be, like, you know, like a movie restaurant. Mm-hmm. And then it was, like, some, like, dingy little pizzeria. And I was like, this isn't <laughs> what I thought it was going to be. Like, this... the actual, what's it, I can't, what's it called? Do like, I know? yeah that was that was amazing but apart from the rest of Florence I was like this isn't what I thought yeah I guess everyone like romanticizes it disappoints me so much like I literally love Florence but I feel like I had read a room with a view but I didn't know that much about it before I went like I feel like that about Paris because I literally always wanted to go to Paris it was like the dream I was like I'm gonna love it and I went and I was like it was just not what I expected you're right Mm. about people romanticizing places Paris is underwhelming. I don't know why, but like, I think it's because when you grow up, you always see the Eiffel Tower, the sparkling yeah. lights, like high key. Like in Monte Carlo. Like in Monte yeah, Carlo. Exactly. That's my favourite movie. Trail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in yeah, reality, when, it's just the... not. No. No. It's also like high key not safe at night sometimes. No, I, I know. Worry. Is high key not safe? We went to, like, I was telling you guys the other day, we went on a school trip and, like, um, Year twelve yeah. to a load of European cities, and we went to Paris, and people got mugged. Like, yeah, no, people get no. pickpocketed so yeah. badly. I'm in Paris. always, whenever, like me and my family, we go like, like traveling, like we drive around Europe, mm. right? And then I, I get, I get so paranoid. Me and my sister get so paranoid that we're gonna get pickpocketed because I feel like it's just one of those things. Like even on the tube, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like hyper aware of like my my all the zips and stuff. Like Same. I'm always checking them. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's because I remember when I can't remember where it was somewhere in Italy it might have been when we we stayed like just outside Florence and we had to get a tram in mm. and the like the receptionist was like like watch yourself on the trams because like someone will try and take something like oh not like if, like they will <laughs> not if when <laughs> yeah so we were just like oh my god like yeah like, I'd never felt um, like that in Florence like the only place like we've talked about this before the only place in Italy where I really felt like unsafe and like I didn't like it was Pisa because I just Mm -hmm. thought it was so it wasn't that great like my parents said that actually last year they they went to Italy they went to Pisa and they were like Haki there's just like rubbish everywhere yeah like just trash on the floor and shit yeah just when we went they were just just like I can't even just the the men selling things yeah yeah, yeah. So the there men. was just rows yeah. and rows and rows and rows of mm-hmm. fake designer anything. Classic. Anything mm-hmm. that has a designer brand, there was a knockoff version. But it was like endless. It was just all down the streets, all yeah. the way from like the biggest car park in Pisa to the tower. It was just filled with people trying to sell like random things. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I didn't, this isn't what I thought. It's not what I signed up for. Yeah. Okay, I am um, finished, finally finished the new Twilight book and. I can't remember whether I talked about it last week, but found the ending very disappointing. Mm. I mean... Is this the one from Edward's point of view? Yeah, it's Midnight Sun. It was a big boy. It was like this big. I want to read that, you know. You can have it. You, I've, I've got it. You can have it. I need to satisfy, like, my 12-year-old girl obsession. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It was... I thought mm. the start was actually really good. It was really well written, and I actually enjoyed reading it. But then towards the end, I was just like, please, can this end? It was... It was only the first book as well. I thought the big, thick book that it was, it would literally collect, like, all four books into one, but it was only the first book from his perspective, so you already know she's going to write three more. So she's just going to resell the series? Yeah. And you're going to buy every one? Well, yeah, obviously I'm going to buy them. I'm going (laughs) to queue up at Waterstones on the day they come out. Like, we'll see. Of course. But, yeah, I started a new one this week, and I've almost finished it. It's really good. It's called Out of Love by Hazel Hayes, and it's, like, a relationship told backwards so it wow. starts with the breakup and ends with them getting together that's really interesting it is it's like it, I, it's, it gets me a bit sad because oh my god this is like really sad but it's it's really interesting you two should read it after i'm done mm. yeah. that's like the thing is though then i guess that's what they want you to do but like you're gonna hate them mm. 
but at the beginning of the book because you know how it ends like mm-hmm. you know what split them up or whatever mm. wait it's, it's really weird. well written because i think it's written by i think she's a journalist or something or like mm-hmm. a writer journalist and um at the start you don't know anything why they've split up she because like it's told from the woman's perspective and mm. she doesn't want to say why and you like oh. come to realize basically the guy's like not a very nice person but I think she's written it literally so well like I don't know how she would think of to do it like this because it must be so difficult but would really recommend yeah really creative I've not really heard anyone any other story Mm -hmm. that starts with the end Mm. yeah it's good Abby why don't you tell our listeners about your newfound love for forbidden history okay yes so we were scrolling through We've currently got a Now TV box. Like, we just got one. So scrolling through, what should we watch? And then we were like... Me and Luce were like, oh, UK TV play. Incredible. There's so many random things on there that are good. So we watched an episode of Taskmaster, which is one of my favourite, like, series. It's so good. So funny. And then um, Luce was like, oh, we should watch Forbidden History. Like... Because she knows I like Merlin. That's what a great show, first of all. <laughs> great show. Merlin so is then she, elite, honestly. It, it is. I, I've watched that many times. Yeah, oh those God, were I the need days. To watch that again. I know. Sat- Saturday night. Saturday night. Pizza, Merlin. Ooh, <laughs> um. So yeah. So then she was like, "Do you wanna? Do you wanna know the true story of King Arthur?" And I was like, "Do I? Yes." <laughs> so we watched Forbidden History, and it was basically it was it was all this Graham guy. Yeah, this random a, guy called he, Graham. He's not a historian, he, which is great isn't it he's like just this random guy and everyone discredits him because he's not like a trained historian but i think it's kind of great that like ordinary ordinary like in commas people can like you know share their opinions and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah i agree yeah so it was just this guy who who basically worked out the whole legend because there was debate did he exist was he a king um did guinevere exist Mm -hmm. all these all these things and then he basically worked out everything because his i mean i don't want to give it away but they worked (laughs) out that like people were looking for someone who at birth was called arthur Mm -hmm. right but actually his battle name translated to arthur Arthur. Mm -hmm. like that kind of thing so they all these historians Mm -hmm. were looking in the wrong place they've been getting it wrong for years Mm -hmm. exactly would really 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 recommend that series we watched another one last night about um the holy grail and like mary magdalene for anyone that likes that one yeah you would you would about mary magdalene i was getting lost because i don't know i don't i just know you know the basics of you don't know your bible i don't know (laughs) i don't i don't i was kind of i don't know i didn't realize that there was this much conspiracy Mm -hmm. yeah apparently her and jesus Exactly. We're in love. Had a child. Apparently they were married. Had children. Cheeky. That's what the episode's called, Bloodline of Christ. Yeah. Because oh it's... Because no, isn't there like a surname? I've forgotten what the surname is. And Ooh. like they're the descendants of Christ. <gasps> really? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh my God. Maybe um, this is a conspiracy theory as well. Yeah, it must be. It's Imagine like... if you if you just were like, went on... who What's that, what's that series called? Who, who do, do you, you think, think you, you are? are? And they were like, who do you think you are, Jesus Christ? That's who you are. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> It's the Da Vinci Code, like, the story of that, for anyone that's seen that. And I, th- I think we need to I watch love it soon. Because you, you've Vinci never Code. seen it, Abby, have you? Mm-mm. No. Have you read the book? No. The book Luce is... hasn't read the book either, though. No, the book I is great. The book is really? great. Great. I can't believe you've read that. I read it on the beach one year, you know. <laughs> oh it's not really God. a beach read, <laughs> I have to so. say. It's, it's quite not really heavy. a beach read. It, I know. My mum finished it, and then... I got done with my, like, Agatha Christie. We had to swap. Okay. <laughs> you sh- Yeah, Beach Read, you should be reading that relationship That relationship one. one. Mm-hmm. That's next on my list. Next next holiday we get to have, whenever that oh, is. Oh, God. 2025? Should we book in for? <laughs> when I retire, I'm going on holiday. Yeah. Retirement is the only... Is there anything I have to look forward to now? <laughs> oh, okay, for our next segment, we're going to talk about something a bit different. Um, Abby and Alex are going to talk a bit about hair care because they both have like similar hair thickness length and it's quite a struggle isn't it mm-hmm. it is i mean I'll, I'll get the ball rolling i guess so do it i mean i always remember in school right 
mm-hmm. like beginning of secondary school or whatever, like people would, you know, hair comes up in conversation. Yeah. And people would be like, oh my God, that's disgusting. You wait more than two days to wash your hair. So then I had this like guilt that I had to wash my hair every, every two days. Yeah. And then it's only recently that I've been like, actually, it's fine. Because <laughs> yeah. if my hair isn't greasy it, and There's dirty, no need to wash it. then I, yeah, why would I be washing it if it's still clean? I just can't get over at school. Girls would wash their hair every day. And I'm like, um, I literally wash it like once a week. Exactly. <laughs> I have to though. Need. Like I have Ooh. to wash my hair like every other day or it just like, it's, it just gets too greasy. I know people like just leave it, but I can't. Like I actually it can't. It's hard though. Like I feel like it's easier for people who don't wash their hair often to be like, just leave it, just leave it. Mm. But some people are just more oil prone exactly. aren't they mm-hmm, mm-hmm. exactly and i mean i do it does surprise me about you lucy because your hair's quite thick yeah it's you've not got thin. thick hair yeah, yeah she's she's real thick but like <laughs> she's thick <laughs> she's thick with two c's um but yeah i don't know like it is thick but it just like i've always bought like the oily shampoo or like the greasy mm. shampoo because mm. i've just always had like i don't know like i have quite oily skin as well so i guess that's, i'm just mm. an oily bean like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's like genetics. So like my mum, yeah. she's got thicker hair than me, but she, she like, my mum's a bit grim. Like she could actually go 10 days without washing her hair and it, you <laughs> genuinely wouldn't know. I feel like Ten if days I was really far. trying with dry shampoo, I could probably make it work. She doesn't even use dry shampoo. I don't know That's how she crazy. does it. She's That's a witch. Crazy. That's crazy. She's a witch. Yeah. I mean, not yeah. She's not a witch. But she's not actually <laughs> a witch, but she's like magical. Like I don't know how she does that. For me, it's like, I could do seven days if mm-hmm. I want, like, if I'm going out, I'll do it twice, like, twice yeah. a week. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But never more than twice. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think yeah, no, on a good few days, so if I curl it, normally I can leave it, like, four days, but I have to dry shampoo from the second day. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is, because we're, we're curly gals. Well, see, I don't even know if I'm a curly gal, like, I think you are. Underneath, there's a curl. Yes. Mm. On the top, she is... This is the thing, though. This is the thing, because I've been doing a lot of, like... The research. I mean, can you call it research? Probably not. But, like, <laughs> I've been looking into it a little. And so you know how there are different curl patterns and types, like right? Like 2A, 2B, exactly. all of that. So I think... I can't even remember what I am. I think I'm a 2C. You are a 2C. Do you think? Oh yeah, wow, she knows. Hundred percent, you're knows a two C. The... <laughs> but people can have like different curl patterns on their top layer versus the their bottom, bottom layer. Because my bottom, like when I wash my hair in the next three days, because mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what. Probably Saturday. Probably yeah. Ch- Saturday. There you go. My birthday. <laughs> birthday wash. That's actually so <laughs> embarrassing. Wash. Treat yourself um, to a birthday wash. Treat yourself, Hans. Yeah. But the bottom, she is really quite wavy. I wouldn't say I've got like curly hair. It's more wavy. Yeah. But I think with the right products, you can manipulate that into a curl. I'm going to try, you know. I think you should try. On Saturday, do you want to try my stuff? I'm going to try it. We'll see. Oh, that's because, exciting. Because this is what we were going to talk about. So I was mm-hmm. going to take everyone through my very my very young hair care routine. It's only a few... It's like a month or two old I've been doing this. So it's, mm. you know, like what six washes <laughs> it looks great though like <gasps> truly your curls you. are thriving they're amazing honestly thank no thank you thank you so i have written down the products i use so it's not even because the thing is i was like oh this is kind of expensive to shell out all in once which it is if you're buying it all in one go but i thought it would oh it's going to run out quickly mm. it's literally the level hasn't gone down like it looks like i haven't really? used anything yet so i start off we'll start we'll start in the shower right start in the shower so i have for my birthday my my gal pals here got me um what's it called function of beauty like Mm. personalized shampoo and conditioner so that's what i'm using at the moment not quite sure when that runs out what i'm gonna do (laughs) i might have to repurchase is it that good it's i do like it it is nice and i like it it's like it's got a little um like squirty top Mm, i like that pick it up and shake it you just like that's really nice it's good um and then and then i think i can reuse the straws so then i'm not like wasting plastic you know i think you can send them off to get them refilled like i swear you can do that i think so i think so um so yeah and then 
So I used that. So obviously shampoo. I shampooed the top twice. Yeah. And then conditioned the ends. And then I have. I now have a wide tooth comb. I think this this has made the difference. I mm. think so. I feel like you need to you need to get. I need one. to buy myself one. Because I used to use a tangle teaser. I've used a tangle teaser since I was literally thirteen. Mm. And now I I haven't used it in weeks. I'm yeah. just using the wide tooth comb. Wow. And it works well because it doesn't like. Because you want your hair to be wet when you're putting all the products on, right? And it does a good job of detangling without like messing up your hair or anything. So then I go in with. At the moment, I'm using Moroccan oil. Uh, smells really good, but it's it like expensive, isn't it, for the little bottle? It is. It was like eleven pound for like a tiny bottle. Oh my Oof. god! Yeah, but it is good. It, mm-hmm. it is yeah. good. But I've heard what what was it you were saying that was good oil? Castor oil. I've heard is good mm. for hair growth. If you're trying to grow out, some people put it on their like eyebrows. You know, you know, Ooh. if you have like a bad experience at the salon and they <laughs> overpluck them, mm-hmm. people put them on their eyebrows and they grow back. I have heard like good things about castor oil because I think it's something that's been used for like hundreds of years. Like people yeah, used it for years. It's like an old remedy. Yeah. It's now like come back into fashion, but That's I might thing. try it. I feel like you can buy all these serums, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like the best stuff is like actual oils that natural, yeah. yeah. Food and stuff. I like agree. Food grade. So I have avocado oil. Haven't used it yet, but it's food grade. But it says use it on your hair. But I haven't tried that yet. So I'm excited I'll for you to it. try that. I think I would think yeah. about that because I know I don't have like I know I have oily hair, but the bottoms get really dry. Mm. in the winter so i think maybe like a bit of oil on the bottoms or something yeah, yeah that'd be good so then i go in with so i use cantu my hairdresser was like get cantu we so love like, cantu okay. so with a c uh <laughs> c-a-n-t-u just so just in case anyone knows, wants mm-hmm. to know so then i go moisturizing moisturizing curl activator cream mm-hmm. that i just with my fingers through the ends love it. Mm-hmm. blah 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 then Again, Cantu, moisturising, twist and lock gel. Hmm. So I have this on my head right now. So then you, like, you have to, like, you have to put, like, it be- your hair between your hands and, like, squeeze it down. Right. So it's straight. It looks like your hair's dead straight, mm-hmm. which is really weird. And then you, like, scrunch it up. And that's what gives you the curl. It, then it locks in a curl. Right. And dries. So then your hair feels like straw. That's the crispy? cool stuff. Yeah, that like, is the feel, good like, stuff. Now. How would you describe that? See, that's like crispy. See, this is yeah. what I what I struggle with. Like, I remember I bought like a curl serum to try, mm-hmm. and it freaked me out because my hair was like hard. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "What's going on here?" <laughs> yeah, it's weird. But then I'll show you in a bit. But yeah. like, you scrunch it again once it's dry, yeah. like three hours later, and then it it just it just all like falls out, and your hair's soft and curly, and not magical. Frizzy. Mm-hmm. And then I sleep in this this like weird silky satin (laughs) hair bonnet and i just literally shove it all in no hairband or anything just shove it in Mm. and then the next day i take it off and it's like your hair looks great it looks healthy i mean it does i've never seen you have curls like that defined i know it's actually really weird because my whole life i've been like oh god my hair like yeah i hate it like i'm gonna straighten it every day like all this stuff but now it's the first time that i've actually worn my curly hair down and not been like really self-conscious yeah. there's actually a youtuber that i follow yeah she's a curly girl but like uh-huh. r- like luscious curls mm. i think they're like three b they're like nice, curly nice she's really good about curly hair confidence and oh. she recommends like loads of products she's called jamie joe she's australian as well oh i love that. she is so pretty mm. i'm just so envious of her hair her hair is amazing. And she was saying that when she was younger, she thought that her hair was really frizzy because she was brushing out her curls and she yeah. never knew she had curls. Yeah. Well, See, this I'm, is similar. I'm writing this down as a pitch idea for tomorrow. Because <laughs> I feel like curly girl <laughs> yeah. confidence is like... Because I don't it's have curly hair, so I don't know, like... Because I think it, it is always straight hair you see on, like, adverts, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Or waves or, like, Hollywood curls. It's not, like, yeah. there's never, like, curls, like... It's like straight hair that's been curled, not curly yeah. hair. Not actually Na- curly not hair, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to talk about music because Abby and Alex have a very similar, very unique taste yes. in music. You can't let them, if you, we're having a few drinks and in our house, you can't let them on the Spotify because nobody else knows the music because it's it's too cool for everyone else. So And we don't guys, let anyone else on. Oh, yeah, and they don't let anyone dominate. else. 
Yeah. Yeah. So apologies in advance for Saturday mm-hmm. night, everyone. Because mm-hmm. it's your birthday, though. It's your you're birthday. You're going to be on it oh, a lot. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. So yeah. what's your favourite song at the moment? It's tricky. I talked about it in the first... I haven't, honestly... My music game's been a little off. Because mm. there was this stage, right? I messaged you about this. Yes. When Mahalia released an EP. <sighs> Fantastic. Kehlani released her album. Absolutely amazing. Then Meg Miller started releasing stuff. And I was oh. like, I can't deal with this. It's too much. I got overwhelmed. I, I didn't did. know what to listen to. I know. I literally had that Kehlani album on repeat. It's fantastic. For weeks. It was good until it wasn't, it's called. It, oh, it's so good. So good. She, everything that comes out of her mouth. Or that she promotes. I'm like, yes, Her I'm music sold. videos. <laughs> the music gorgeous. video for what's it called? Open. Oh, don't you? And it's like she shot it in quarantine. It's on amazing. Her own. Amazing. She's so beautiful. I'm like, I know. And when we crush. showed when we we're having a, th- a few drinks, we showed Lucy mm-hmm. her Instagram, and she was like, "Stop, because I will get t- uh, I will get a tattoo." I oh, know. No, it's not good for me. Like, I shouldn't I see know. people look that good with tattoos because then it's like, oh, should I get another you're one? You're so tempted. Like, you're right on the edge. I am. Like, I am making the decision. All I need is another lockdown, and then I'll be like, right, book me in as soon as we can. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, it's going to happen, so you're like, I'll book in before. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that that was a good, that was a good, well, a good month for music. Mm. And then um, at the moment, though, I really like the Do It remix. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. I just love Do It original. But you showed me the remix. The remix. When when was it? It was it was last Tuesday. Oh, it was messy Tuesday. Messy, messy, messy Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, <laughs> messy Tuesday. Yeah, fantastic. Love it. It's on yeah. my current rotation. Oh, I love that. I literally all I've been listening to on Spotify recently is just my on repeat playlist. I just it's like this is what you've been playing a lot, and I'm like, we'll play it more. I love that. My Spotify <laughs> is really messed up now. I've been listening to a lot of random stuff because oh, tell, tell them. Basically, in quarantine, I did become obsessed with Hamilton. So oh, how it's not expect that from you, Alex. Though it's not no. your, your sort of thing. I feel like. Well, see, this is the thing. Nobody knows this about me, but inside, I am a theatre kid. Like I oh, am wow. a musical nerd. I love that from but you. I don't let her out. I don't let her out. Apart she stays from inside. you went to the theatre thing, right? When we went we to went the to musical, musical theatre in first year, and we went <laughs> yeah, like three times and had to fill ourselves with alcohol because we were too embarrassed. Like it was no, but that was like really embarrassing. They were yeah. really full on passionate passionate mm-hmm. and I'm just like a low-key stan yeah I yeah see. but then also I'm I'm really into Spanish music I think as you guys know mm-hmm. and French and oh. recently Portuguese Portuguese everyone hates this song but it is amazing I kind of like it though it's just it is, it is a bit out there but you got me into Spanish music so I feel Spanish like anything amazing. you recommend I'm like yeah I'll give it a go Anything yeah. Rose Rosalia. Oh yeah. I was gonna say mm-hmm. Rosalia. I was like, no, Rosalia. Alexandra. <laughs> yeah, no, obviously. And then her song with I think her, she has a song with James Blake. That's a really good song. I don't think I've heard that one. It's something like in the park. Maybe I have heard I can't that. Remember. Also, if you like Rosalia, then you're gonna like this singer. I don't know where she's from exactly, mm-hmm. but she speaks Spanish, mm-hmm. and she's called. Bear with me one second, everyone. Uh, she's called Yendra. Mm. Ooh, I like that name. Same vibes. How do you spell it? It's like oh. Y-E-N-D-R-A-D-R-Y, I mean, but the yeah. N is backwards. Interesting. Okay. She's great. How it, do you even do that on a keyboard? I don't know. I'm just confused. But the reason I discovered her is, do you watch Colours? No. Like the music. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. I saw her on there. She's oh. great. See, I love... I love the colours videos. I love colours really videos. Good. They're just, oh, just the aesthetic, obviously. It's just the vibe. Like Daniel Caesar standing oh, there with don't. a cup of tea. I'm like, tears, no. tears in my I eyes. Know. And then Mahalia has a good one. I love Mahalia. Her quarantine, yeah. like isolation diaries thing. Oh, it was, was so great. good. It was so good. Have you listened to Jesse? Where? No, 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 no. Jess, it's like Rhinos. Where? Reyes, Reyes, of Jessie course. Reyes. So her her new album's really good. I haven't listened to the whole of the album, but she's amazing. Does she have a song oh, with Eminem? Yeah, it's called it's called like it's called like Coffin or something. Oh, but it's like oh, I would rather like 
die than leave you. That's oh. the vibe. But it's like obviously it's like really toxic though. Like, <laughs> toxic, but hi key going back to toilet for a second yes mm-hmm. that shit toxic and oh, i used to awful be like, i used to be like oh this is what love is yeah no. i know now you look that's back what at abuse like, is. exactly it's literally like like i feel like that's what I, this new one at the start it kind of like explains his like thought processes more but i'm mm. still like you're literally like emotionally like manipulating her yeah. and cutting her off from all of her friends and her family so like that's the tea. It's it's not good. It's not good vibes to send out to like young girls about what to expect no. from relationships or what to like desire in relationships. Like, yeah. well, hearing you describe that, I'm kind of glad I never really got into them. Yeah, I really got into them, and it was not normal. Yeah, instead, Abby, you got into the really weird, even worse uh, Harry Styles fan fictions on Wattpad. So <laughs> we don't talk about that. We move on. Mm-hmm. We move on. Anyway, so Jessie Reyes, mm-hmm. um, she has a song with Eminem called Coffin, and I need it's to like. To this. His verse is a bit, like, uh, just, like, thrown in there. Right. And I'd, it, But sh- her bit is really good. So she has, like, she performed it live in, like, a, um, like a greenhouse. Oh, I but love that. But it wasn't, that. like, a greenhouse. It was, like, a massive, like, conservatory greenhouse type thing. I like that. Um, so that was really good. She performed it on her own, and it was, no offense, it was a lot better than... With Eminem. Yeah. Um, and then she has a song in Spanish called sola yeah this is the one that okay it, that ignited yeah, my lover it's so good it's so good as we're talking about like spanish music portuguese music alex why don't you tell us a bit about the many languages that you speak i don't speak that many languages you do I mean, many more you than do. us <laughs> i mean i speak spanish but that was because of school like i did a level mm. spanish but then also my mum she speaks Spanish fluently, Flu- fluently, because wow. she li- used to live in Mexico. So we, that's I feel like that's why I got good at Spanish. Mm. French was I don't know. I switched off with French, <laughs> right? But then I can also speak Arabic. There you go. But that's just because we love of my family. I couldn't mm. learn it now. Like I took a class last year to read and write because yeah. I'm literally illiterate, which isn't normal, um, <laughs> and it's hard. It's really hard. Mm. Especially, and I don't know why it's so hard for me because I can speak it, but for some reason, it's just hard to learn the rest. It's impressive though. Do, do they write right to left or left to right? The opposite to us, so. Right, right to left. Right to left. Got it. it See, that must hard. be tricky to get your head mm-hmm. around. Yeah, it's hard. And it's just. Also, the difficulty is I obviously speak a dialect, I speak like mm. modern Arabic. What right. you'd use in day-to-day life in okay. Lebanon. <laughs> yeah. But then the actual written one is different. And there are sounds in the alphabet that I don't make or that I say differently. Mm. That's weird. Isn't it? What is your favourite Arabic word ever? Ooh. Oh, that's a tricky one. Mm. Um, let me think about that. I mean, there are the swear words, which are... The swear words in Arabic, I'm going to say, they are elite. Because English ones, they don't really offend you. They don't get to the heart. Like, okay, the C word. Yeah. Imagine that in Arabic, but just really elaborate. Like, they are offensive. They cut deep. They cut deep. Right. It's very creative as as well. It's like... You know, in English, people be like, your mum or something. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We have that with every member of your family. <laughs> I see, I see. Yeah. That's great. It's highly offensive. But let me, what my favourite word? I think it'd have to be a swear word, which I won't yeah. put publicly mm-hmm. on the internet. Imagine Google if we them. got censored okay. for like swearing in Arabic. Like, would Honestly, that happen? <laughs> I don't know. Who would know? I don't know. But Google it if you're interested. Probably. They're great. Mm. Why don't you tell people about how annoyed you got because again messy tuesday mm-hmm. you went off on drake, on drake for his arabic in oh my song. god i can't what's it called the no um it's the freestyle thing with heady one right yeah he said a word that doesn't exist like well there are all these memes have you seen them that dj khaled told him taught him arabic no, it's no. actually hilarious that's funny <laughs> but he says he says Akhla, and Akhla's mm-hmm. not a word. It's Akhla. Right. 
See, and I'm like, to me, to my English ear, does that sound the same? It sounds very similar. But then also, people like if Arabic listeners listen to this, they'll be like, my accent's weird. I feel like I, right. I feel like people, Arabic people, or people who speak Arabic, they think I'm like a, a faker. Really? Yeah. Is it because you've lived in the UK for so long, or is it just mm. because of your dialect? I think it's because I speak with like a Lebanese. Oh, only you free self. That's it. I speak with like a Lebanese dialect, but you can also tell that, although Arabic was my first language, weird enough, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can just tell that I'm foreign. Right. You so said my family don't think I speak Arabic, and then when they talk about me, I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> I my can hear you. favorite thing ever is when we've heard people speak in Arabic places and you literally, like, know what they're saying. That is literally my favourite yeah. thing ever. It's, like, my biggest... <laughs> my mum actually messed up. Because when we're yeah. out and about, me and my mum gossip in Arabic because the likelihood of someone coming into <laughs> yeah. contact I love with that. you... It's slim. So we just, like, talk rubbish I about mean, I would. No, yeah. It's great. And then... <laughs> when was it? Last summer? No, the summer before, when we went to Beirut. We were on the plane going to Beirut. So I don't know why she didn't clock that there were going to be Lebanese people <laughs> on the plane. But she starts, like, turning to me and she goes, oh, that woman over there, she's had all this work done on her face. She looks <gasps> oh really bad. God. I'm like, mum, she can hear you and she, she can oh understand no. what you're saying. Oh, no. So, yeah, that's pretty embarrassing. That's funny. But it is nice to have a language that not many people speak. Yeah. I mean, I'm always impressed, like, because me and Alex do a lot of the same modules and we do, like, the Latin American ones. And I'm always impressed yeah. when Alex is like, oh, this word means this. And I'm like, what does this mean? And Alex can tell me, like, because I am hopeless with languages. Like, all I do is a bit of French, like, wee oui, wee. Oui. Like, I'm oui. in, in no good with languages. So I'm always, like, very impressed. Mm. Thanks, guys. There you go. I feel, I feel great now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just boost your ego. Honestly. You go. <laughs> so, um... We've talked a bit in the past few episodes about applying, because we're in our final year, applying for masters, applying for grad jobs, and Izzy was talking last week about how she applied for one at Tesco. Um, Alex is applying for law things, I'm not really knowledgeable about what that entails, but Mm. how's it going with stuff, Alex? How are the applications going? Mm, So far, not so good. I mean, well... I think if if you're getting into the field of commercial law, you are going to get lots of rejections. Right. And so that's, I don't, that's, it's highly common to be rejected mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. basically everywhere you apply to. But it does kind of bog you down, especially in your third year, because it's like this mad panic. What am I going to do after mm. graduation? And so I've been slowly ticking a few firms off my list, but it is hard. It is hard as well, because... I feel like they expect so much from you and it's like, I don't understand what more I can be doing. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you I'm have really not special. You have the, um, you got the campus ambassador role for yeah. a law firm, which is good. I got a campus ambassador, which is, which is good. I think it would definitely help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And it's also just fun. Like, I know that sounds strange, but I quite mm-hmm. enjoy like, because obviously you're going to be promoting things or whatever, posting on your social media, doing events and stuff. I think that's yeah. quite fun. Yeah. yeah. So it's not too strenuous, but... It is, it is a bit scary when people message you on LinkedIn and they're like, right. how do I get a job? I'm like, I don't know, hon, because I don't have one either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm, it I sounds very competitive. Like, I mean, I know journalism is quite competitive, but it's the, like, formality stuff of law that really scares me. Like, it is really competitive. And it's, it's difficult because a lot of places, because I'm applying for, like, vacation schemes, but because I'm in my final year, I could also just apply for the training contract. But a lot of places don't have training contract applications open. They just take from their pool of vacation schemers. So if you don't mm. get a vacation scheme, it's like, what am I, I going to be doing now? Yeah. I don't know. There's lots of different things to be applying for. And I feel like if you keep putting the positive vibes out there, yeah. if you keep trying, yeah. you're just going to get closer. So Yeah. Yeah. You're doing the right things anyway. And I think like anyone who's listening, who's in the same boat, like just think positive things. Something will come along. Positive yeah. thinking. And also use your career services at uni. Like yeah. I've been to them so many times with different drafts and they were actually so helpful. Really? You need people to like really critique your stuff. Because if I think about applications I did in first and second year, I totally understand why they didn't take me because right. they weren't good let's be honest like now I do multiple drafts like I'm right. taking it serious this year yeah yeah 
Well, it suddenly seems like more real, doesn't it? Oh no! Now the panic's set in. Oh, don't. God, well, I it's don't like know what to do because psychology is a really competitive field as yeah. well, and I don't know if I actually want to do that yet because if if I did want to like train to be a therapist or something, it would mean so work experience years. before I do a master's and mm. then more work experience and then possibly a PhD. Like, yeah. it's a lot, and then it's also competitive, and I'm sitting in. Well, not at the moment, but <laughs> last year I was sitting in a lecture hall with 200 other people yeah. thinking all of these people want the same job as me. Exactly. And then I'm like, this is one university. Yeah. And every year there's more people. And it gets really overwhelming when you it think really about It really does. Because it's like when you think about the bigger picture, you're like, I'm not just competing against people that I sit in a classroom with. Yeah. It's literally everyone else globally as well. Yeah, yeah. Scary times. Scary. But we're all in it together, we'll I guess. Like, we'll be yeah. fine. I'm just not panicking. Yeah, don't yeah. panic. Like, things happen for a reason and things work out. So we're all good. We're all exactly. good. I also read this quote and it was like about time and how you run on your own clock, mm-hmm. which is true. Right. I feel like people really expect you to finish school, go straight to university, do a three year degree, then go straight into work. Mm hmm. Mm. And sometimes it doesn't work out like that. Sometimes, mm. And there's more to life than just a job. Yeah. Exactly. See, this is the thing, like, I was... I didn't... Well, like, when I was in A-levels, I didn't know whether to take, like, a a gap year or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I just want to, you know, get, like, get on with it, blah, blah, blah. And my dad was like, you do realise that one year... It doesn't make any difference. the rest of your life mm-hmm. is not a, at all a big deal. So... I try and remember that, like, if I don't find work for a year, yeah, I'm gonna, it's gonna be tight. But mm-hmm. like, in the grand scheme of like my career, it's not, it's not detrimental. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, it's fine. Um, but yeah, that is a big thing, isn't it? Like, with being twenty and like getting into mm. your twenties, it's like mm. you, there's that pressure to get your dream job like straight away. Yeah. And like, it's actually so toxic, yeah. though. Like, I read something about, like, internalised capitalism and how that basically mm-hmm. this is internalised capitalism because everyone's so obsessed with hustle, hustle, hustle <laughs> culture yeah. mm-hmm. and, like, having the end goal now. Like, it's not normal for people our age to ha- have the designer handbags, the big house and mm-hmm. the car, but that's mm-hmm. what people are doing now and so it makes you feel panicked, but, like, yeah. it's a process. Yeah, you work towards all that. Like, if you got your dream job at the age of 22 after graduating you would literally burn out within a few years because there's nothing exactly. there's nothing at the end of the road to work towards mhm mhm yeah mm. some deep stuff today wow kind of scary good lessons life lessons good lessons so now we're just going to give our final recommendations to wrap the episode up so Luce, have you got anything you want to recommend yeah i've mainly got like food this week of course so um i'm still going with the vegetarianism i start i don't know if i told you alex i haven't really like told you no you haven't told me but i've noticed and i'm proud of you by the way thank you you're doing so well the temptation is like the leftover chicken things that abby had at basement browns which is a pizza restaurant where we live and the Mm -hmm. abby left some like little chicken things and that was yeah popcorn chicken yeah. That was the temptation, but I resisted. I'm I, proud of you. I'm surprised Thank that's you. the only thing that's tempted you. I think... Honestly. I'm trying to think. I think it's just, like, like earlier, um, I saw my boyfriend, and he had, like... He, he loves burgers. <laughs> I don't know, like, he had a little burger from the campus, like, shop. Like, they do, like, fresh baked oh, goods. Yeah. And it was Those a beef burger. Really they are good. They do, like, um, wedges and stuff, don't they? Ooh, the curly fries are really good. Ooh, They're yeah, exquisite. The, the curly fries are good. And he had a bur- like a beef burger and he was like, oh, do you want to buy it? And I was like, can't they, can I? Like, it's beef. <laughs> but yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like it's been fine. Like, I've really got into corn. And my recommendation for this week is the Sherwood's sweet and sour, like, sauce jar with corn and veggies. Like, it's, it's very, very good. I would recommend. I tried some. It was good. That sounds mm-hmm. really nice. It, do you know why it sounds nice? It sounds like a takeaway. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it smells it and tastes, tastes like, like a takeaway. Yeah. I love that. It was good. And it's in a jar. What more could you want? Exactly. exactly. Recyclable, and everything you want. Exactly. Like we were talking about last week with sustainability jars, you can recycle them. So. And then 
my other recommendation is actually so I'm doing an article at the minute where I'm trying all of the coffees like that retailers do and then writing them for students and I had one earlier from Cafe Nero which was a cappuccino with like soy milk and it was very very good I would recommend it's like I think prep coffee is the best but I think Cafe Nero is up there I really like they do this like you you don't order it behind the counter it's like on the on the cold shelf yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Mm -hmm this like chocolate milkshake thing i used to have that so often as a kid oh it was so it good it was fantastic i, I miss haven't that. had one in ages Don't either. they're really good um alex what what would you recommend to our listeners hmm. i think i only have one mm-hmm. you went for two so i'm, I'm sorry to disappoint it's fine. It's fine. Fine. It's fine. but um mine's actually a youtube recommendation mm. i don't know if you guys know him but he's called damon dominique and he's this guy living in France, Paris. Oh, okay. And he's American, but he speaks so many languages. And his videos are just a work of art. They are so mm. aesthetically pleasing. The music, the vibe. I just think he's amazing. Mm. It's such an escape, especially from, like, the world we live in now. Mm-hmm. As you say, as you said with Emily in Paris, it's just mm-hmm. nice to get out of England, even if it's mentally yeah. <laughs> through a screen. So yeah, that's what mm. I've been watching. I literally binge watch all of his videos in quarantine. Interesting. Nice. I might have I to start recommend. watching them. They sound good. He's amazing. Mm. Yeah. Um, the only recommendation I have is well, I have the all the hair stuff, so the Cantu mm-hmm. stuff. But I I follow like this is really random. I follow loads of random little artists and stuff on mm. on like as in drawing and stuff on twitter and instagram yeah so there's this account called <laughs> wa wa we are comics right like <laughs> w-a-w-a-w-i-w-a love it but they're just like so cute and every time one pops up on my insta timeline i'm like wow that's so cute like it's just it'll be simple like you know like a personified stapler or something yeah and it just makes my day they're, the, really they're yeah. the cute ones that you've been sending me aren't they or showing me yeah mm-hmm. i send lucy a lot of them just like there are there are so many though like i need to work through my favorites yeah because they all get mushed into one in my brain it's good to um, support like artists that you see on like instagram and stuff as well yeah yeah especially now yeah exactly going on yeah yeah exactly so there was send there's this other girl i can't remember what her name is but i'll look her up and i'll say next week or something but she does cute ones about like her like normally they're like herself or whatever yeah and and like i just like how she draws herself mm. and then you can get she's on like kofi do, do you know what that is it's like patreon yeah i've heard mm. of it i think artists use it a lot so and it's like oh ask me for a commission so i might get like a little commission from her because she's just so cute that's really nice and that's actually a really nice gift to give someone yeah yeah, yeah. Thanks so much for coming on, Alex. It's been really good to have you on. Lots of fun, as as always, with you. Thank you for having me, guys. I thought on it. <laughs> I'm an avid listener, so I'm excited. <laughs> Number three. Yeah. <laughs> um, next week, we're going to be joined by our first show flatmate, Erica, who we haven't seen for a while. So make sure you tune in next week. Thanks so much for listening to the third episode of our podcast. We can't wait for what the future holds. Make sure to check out our podcast on spotify and google podcasts um as well as a few others but we'll leave all the links so, you know somewhere um and make sure you follow us on all the social medias unfiltered 20s on twitter and unfiltered 20s on instagram for updates and general content